0: You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities.
1: Today, we're going to be getting an update from Luminex Resources. I'm Bill Powers, and this is Mining Stock Education. Thanks for tuning in. The ticker symbol in Toronto is LR, and on the OTC for United States investors, you can find it under the ticker L-U-M-I-F. The valuation as we speak, uh, current market capital- capitalization is around Canadian $63 million. And to put that in perspective, you have two tier one companies spending up to US $100 million on two JV partners, partnerships there in Ecuador. And the company also has a 5 million plus ounce and growing resource a uh, gold ounces, the Condor Project in Ecuador. And there is another very prospective project that we're going to be talking about today. And this is a major copper porphyry discovery where the company has been getting excellent surface results, and they're preparing to drill this highly prospective target. So joining me today is Marshall Koval. He is the CEO, as well as Leo Hathaway. He's the Senior Vice President of Exploration. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. And Leo, I'd like to kick it over to you first. Could you break down for us at your cost -cost project, you've identified this target. Uh, what is the prospectivity here that investors should know
2: well we um, we have a gold and a, and a copper um target that we've been following up in in at Kaskus. um and recently field crews discovered a a creek bed with quartz um vein stockworks and a lot of surface copper mineralization that was that was very exciting um looked like an outcropping porphyry copper deposit um so we zeroed on on that with with sampling and mapping. Um, we've currently defined a porphyry copper zone of a few hundred meters um, long in, in creek beds. Um, the reason it's exciting, I think, is because this is a, a Jurassic porphyry belt that hasn't that has so, saw some attention in the nineteen nineties and never really produced any very high-grade deposits. There's one mine in production in Ecuador, in Ecuador. but recently um, there's been uh, one discovery by Solaris that really um, signified that the belt might be capable of producing higher-grade Solaris, um, as you probably saw, intersected 567 meters, of 1% copper equivalent in the first drill hole, and um, poor veneer being explored by Solgold is also looking very promising. So when we discover that this deposit, we also see um, secondary copper mineralization such as calcite, which is indicative of, of higher grading deposits, a copper enrichment event. So all these things coming together really make us pretty excited about um, exploring this deposit. We focus our field crews on it and we hope to be drilling early next year.
1: So let's talk about valuation. You mentioned Solaris. I believe it was two drill holes, added about $200 million worth of market capitalization. I mentioned your market capitalization is $63 million. So what's the potential here for adding some market cap value if you're successful with the drill bit?
2: Well, we, th- we think there's, there's great potential for that, given, given the Solaris experience. And we're, a, we're a different company. Of course, we still have to drill the hole. But um, but you know, as, as I say, what that did indicate is that the belt is capable of producing higher higher grades than, than we've seen previously. So that's, um, I think that would be a major value driver if you drill the hole like that.
1: And the press release said you're looking at drilling that in Q1 of next year. What are some of the steps that you need to, uh, and milestones you need to get past in order to put the drill bit in the ground?
2: Well, we'd like to define it. We'd like to just make sure we're in the best bit of the system. Um, you know, I take a pretty simple view of geology and we've got, you know, quartz vein stockworks and big green outcrops and creek beds. So it'd be easy to set the drill up there, but we just want to dig around and um, take more samples and make sure in in the best bit, we don't really see the need to do any geophysics since we've got it right at surface. Um, So we'll do, we'll do field work and just progress with various logistical steps to get the drills there.
1: And you're in the process of building the camp. I believe last time we talked about two months ago, that camp was, is it finalized or are you still in the process
2: there? If we have a camp. We just need to add a little bit to, to, to make it into a drill camp. Um, but but all of these are the simple steps.
1: Marshall, uh, you also had a press release since we last spoke on the Condor project. Could you give us an update on what's going on at the Condor project?
0: Yeah, let me add one more thing on CostGust. Uh, you know, the gold anomaly, don't overlook that. It's a significant gold anomaly adjacent to uh, this copper anomaly. But overall, the, the whole Casca's copper anomaly that we see on concessions, Costcos One and Two has about a seven kilometer length to it and a, about two and a two two kilometer wide to three kilometer wide soil expression and then the the gold anomaly is a couple kilometers wide, so you know we 're going to look at the uh, the copper and gold both on that project, so i don 't want to undersell the gold um, over to Condor. You know we have about five point two million ounces uh, within the property at Condor. And that's split into two areas. Um, There's about 1.6 million of that is indicated, and the balance is inferred. And the two areas are the northern epithermal area and then the Santa Barbara uh, gold-copper porphyry, a bit like our Congrejos project um, in Lumina Gold, similar type mineralization. So what we've been doing is we uh, announced this camp zone discovery, where we have um, roughly 1.1 million ounces of gold equivalent at about 3 grams per ton gold. Uh, equivalent. And we're, um, we're in the process now of sort of defining and trying to scope a project to move forward with a PEA. We've done metallurgy on it, quite a bit of metallurgy. We're looking at infrastructure layouts, potential mine plans, and just trying to get to the point where we think we have a project that we can move successfully forward with a PEA. It's got both open pit and underground targets. Um, the camp zone is an underground target. And we're looking at that at sort of $1,500 gold. And the other areas, uh, Los Cuyas, Soledad, and Enma are open pit targets. And we did some previous work where we looked at um, sort of 1250 gold. So we're in the process of uh, kind of just getting comfortable internally. And then I hope before the end of the year to take that to the board to make a decision on moving forward with a PEA.
1: Excellent. And with the Lumina Group, just a little bit about the philosophy. The goal is to discover and then define a deposit and then to sell a deposit. At what stage do you typically sell the the deposit? At the PEA stage or the feasibility stage?
0: Yeah, that's a good question, Bill. So if I look back at the sort of Lumina Copper story that both Leo and I were involved in from 2004, um, Northern Proof Copper we sold at a PFS level. Uh, Relinchio we sold while we were working on a PEA. Um, so, you know, and then Taka Taka, we completed a PEA and we were doing pre fees level work on high risk areas that we had identified. So, so really you can sell these projects pretty much at, at any phase. Um, but, um, what we like to do, like in the Lumina Gold story is before we even thought about selling the project, we wanted to understand the scale of it, the magnitude, uh, what sort of potential you could bring into a, a PEA and understand the value proposition. So we're moving that direction on Condor. I think if you look at sort of BHP at Tarki and Anglo-American at uh, Pegasus, and then the work that Leo was just talking about at Costco, you got the opportunity that early next, well, sometime in the first half next year, let's say, we could have four projects where we have drill results. So, you know, driving those drill results and understanding that fits into the business plan. So if you look at the company overall, Luminex uh, with Condor is moving down the development pathway. And then if you look at the BHP, Anglo, cascas and some of the other concessions, those are earlier stage discovery projects, and those are primarily copper. Um, Cascas obviously has some gold. So that's how we uh, sort of look at the company, and we've set it up that we can spin off any particular assets say BHP has a big hit at Tarkey, make a major discovery there we know there's a a copper porphyry system we can spin that out into a standalone company and you know that's how we've structured um, you know the Lumina group historically is we never get uh, too fall too in love with our projects where we wouldn't uh, add value for shareholders and, and provide a good exit so that's kind of the business plan here.
1: Is there any information that you've received back from Anglo or BHP on those projects that you can share with the market?
0: Well, in our deck, uh, if you go to that, there's been quite a bit of work. So two different type targets, you know, BHP is a uh, smaller, higher grade uh, discovery that we made kind of similar to Costco's where you have plus 1% copper at the surface. And, um, Basically, um, they've done geophysics work, a lot of geology work, and it's drill ready. And I think if we had had COVID, they would have been drilling uh, quite a while ago. Uh, Whereas Anglo's approach is more a district scale, and they've spent about $10 million with geology, geophysics, and they've come up with drill targets. In our deck, you'll see the Medusa target, which they uh, have discovered. And basically, they've got eight Clustered porphyry deposits. So, any one of these uh, copper shows could be a Warrensa type target. I mean, we could generate that sort of interest with the drill bit if we're successful. So, we're really excited to get out there and drill these things. And um, obviously, BHP and Anglo are as well. And, and Costco for us, and, and then continuing the work at Condor is kind of where we see the company moving forward. So, once we uh, kind of move through the COVID era a little bit more, we're, we're going to get the drills turning.
1: So you're trading at about your valuation of your last financing about four months ago, around 70 cents Canadian. So there's an opportunity to buy shares about 30, 40% cheaper than you could in August. How much money do you have in the bank and how far will that take you into next year?
0: Yeah, we have uh, about 12 million uh, Canadian right now. Um, I think at the end of June, we are up at around 15 So, you know, we've got drills going at Condor and we're doing the the prep work to start drilling at Costco. So we'll get pretty far into next year with the funds that we have right now. So the big focus is going to be get some drill results going, um, advancing Condor, hopefully to make a decision to move forward with the PEA. That would probably be done sort of mid next year um, once we have board approval. So those are the the main catalysts and drivers. And you know, copper right now has come back quite a bit. It's up over three dollars. I think it's about three fifteen today. So we're starting to see some life in the copper market. So I'm real excited about potential discovery with our copper portfolio.
1: All right. Again, the website is luminexresources.com. You can find it in Toronto under the ticker LR, or in the states under the ticker LUMIF. Gentlemen, thank you for joining me today.
0: Thanks, Bill. <music>